Hello, this is Bruce. Hey, welcome to my first podcast. Um, you'll find out that I'm a little bit of a storyteller. And as we go forward, my stories will be about my personal experiences and my experiences as a leader of a major corporation. Sometimes I'll intertwine the two. Sometimes it'll just be my personal experiences and sometimes just about my uh, professional experiences. I, um, I've had a lot of great interactions with people throughout my life and I like to talk about it. And I wanted to share those with you as we go forward because I think we get a lot out of it. I think that um, leaders uh, have had to be redefined over the last few years to be more of life coaches. I'm not necessarily sure every corporation believes that, but I believe that. I think to be an effective leader, you have to be an understanding leader, you have to be a visible leader, and an accessible leader. Kind of like being a dad. <laughs> you have to be accessible, you have to be visible, you have to be active in your kid's life. Also, being a husband's the same way too, right? So, so anyways, that, that's a little bit about where I'm going with this. But um, today I want to talk about stay-at-home orders. And I think the whole country's under one of these pretty much. But in Ohio, I think that um, we were kind of the lead on this stuff. And, um, you know, between canceling a major sporting event and uh, the schools closing and some other things, restaurants which has been challenging for us. And you'll understand that after I get through one of my stories today. But um, it's been hard. And one of the harder parts of it is Sundays. We're used to getting up and getting ready and going to church and uh, being around people, singing, doing all that stuff, hearing a live service. Now it's get up, get downstairs in my pajamas, sit on the couch, watch it live streamed. Pluses and minuses to that. I don't have to get up and take a shower. I don't have to change. That's great. Absolutely great. I don't have to get in a cold car. I don't have to drive. I don't have to do any of that. But the disadvantages are that I, like many other men, have a bad habit of once they plop down the couch, something mysteriously happens with um, their mindset, meaning that... Um, have a tendency we have a tendency to take what I would call a cat nap and uh, that happens during these services now it'll be on I'll be all interested next thing I know my wife's turning on her voice her throat and uh, to get my attention and that's my signal to wake back up so it happens three or four times during these services these live stream services so what I have to do is I have to go back throughout the day and listen to them again just because of this group I'm involved with every other week because I have to be a participant in it and uh, it just um, it's challenging um, and I understand now why the churches why you know I used to always complain about the um, the benches we sat on and there's probably a reason for that you know they make you sit up straight and they uh, probably aren't conducive to uh, dozing off although I do see some people with the ability to sit straight up and take a nap and uh, my wife's side of the family is famous for that and not only sit up and sleep but they can sit up and sleep and snore all at the same time which I find absolutely amazing but anyways they're great they're good people just uh, uh, interesting sleepers um, so that's the first thing and then this whole holiday thing the Easter uh, holiday was um, was very interesting you know you're used to getting up and 
at least we are, getting ready and going to somebody else's house. In our case, it's two places on every holiday. used to be more than that. Um, and there's advantages to doing that. You know, you only have to take one dish. Sometimes we take two. If we make one or we buy a, we go out and buy a dessert, and that's, you know, already made, so we don't have to worry about that. So that would be the second dish we take. But um, I think... Um, I think I learned that is a much easier process than trying to do this at home, at your own home. And I always, I always complain, you know, why couldn't we have this at our house? Why do we have to do this? You know, you know, two is too much. Why can't we go to one and not go to the other? You know, all that and all that. Well, I've changed my mind. I was the uh, chef and uh, chief food person in charge of this uh, Easter dinner we made. And um, I can tell you it was um, it wasn't as easy as I thought it would be. We uh, you know we, we start off with deviled eggs and you know deviled eggs look you know you, everybody has those at holiday gatherings and they they're good and said hey these look easy to make so we we boiled the eggs and pulled them over and I started to uh, take the shell off and um, that was really challenging. Uh, I don't know. How old the hen was that laid these things, but they were definitely overbaked, or we did something wrong. Um, we were, we, we go to, I go to this local restaurant, and I'm telling you what, uh, if you stick your hand up underneath the counter, there's like bubble gum that kids have stuck up underneath there. It was like taking a scraper and trying to get the gum off the bottom of that counter, uh, trying to get those, the uh, shell off those eggs. It was hard, and we, you know, we finally did that, rinsed them off, cut them, you know, cut them in half. Did the whole mixer thing, filled them up, all that. They may have been a little crunchier than most eggs I've had, deviled eggs I've had. And uh, I'm just hoping that the um, shells have some type of nutritional value because there's still just a little bit left on those. That's okay, not complaining. Um, so got through that and um, got to the main part, you know. Here I am, chef, man in charge of the kitchen. So I have two things on the stove, two things in the oven, rolls and uh, whatever they call that thing, uh, you know, warming up. And for some reason, I made up my mind that I want everything to get done at the same time. So that that's good, but it's bad too because, you know, I'm, I'm stirring, moving things around, trying to get things done at the same time, and it happens. At that point, my head felt like it was going to explode. It's like I'm having to pull stuff out of the stove, having to pull it off the stove. Got these rolls over here that, you know, I've got to worry about. I've got to pull this, all this stuff out of the stinking fridge, you know, all this stuff. So it finally happens. I get it all out. And actually, you know, for the most part, everything turned out okay. The rolls were a little bit like those discs you use in disc golf. They're a little hard. But you know what? You put a little butter on them, it was okay. You know, cut them in half, slather them up with about a half a tub, and um, they were fine. But um, so we sat down to eat. Filled my plate up, you know, normal man size plate. About a half a pound of everything, half a pound of potatoes, half a pound of sweet potatoes, half a pound of ham, you know, all that stuff. You know, eight to ten eggs, deviled eggs. And um, so I sit down. And um, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm not even hungry. And uh, so I, I said it out loud. I told my wife, I said, I'm not, to be honest, I'm not real, real hungry. And she kind of looks at me like, yeah. And I'm going, 
so what's that mean? And um, so she fessed up and basically said, you know, when you were slicing that ham, you ate a lot of it. And I was thinking, you know, I, I actually did. And part of the problem was is we have a dog that I've made a mistake in giving uh, table scraps to. So what I would do is I would take a couple bites and I'd give my dog the rest of it, you know, the sliced ham. And uh, so that ended up being, you know, I didn't think I was getting enough of the uh, piece of ham. So I, you know, as I cut, I'd grab another piece and do the same thing. So it ended up, I probably ate, I don't know, maybe a half pound of ham before we even had dinner, maybe more than that. So, you know, kind of a stupid thing to do. But I didn't think about it at the time. So here I am, I made all this food, and I'm not even hungry. So I struggle through my plate, take it over, wash it off, set it down. So anyways, so I'm going to go over the couch. So I go over and make a phone call first, and then um, and then I end up, uh, I told my wife, I said, I'll clean up in a little bit. Don't worry about it. So I'm sitting there on the couch, and the next thing I know, my eyelids are glued to my eyeballs. And in my dream, I hear water running and dishes clanging and I'm like uh, slowly lifting my eyelids up I look over there's my wife cleaning up and I said hey I said I, I, I said I would do that and she says well you know some things aren't different from having dinner here from having it elsewhere I said I do the same thing at those places and I'm sitting here thinking ouchie ouchie what a feedback moment that was so got through that decided I'd get up go back and get a couple more of those deviled eggs not like I didn't have enough so I got a couple what we did was half of the deviled eggs were with paprika sprinkled on top and half of them were not so I grabbed a couple of the um, the ones that did have paprika I had a couple for dinner with my eight or ten that I had, but they were very lightly sprinkled with paprika. So I take these, I go over, I sit down, I throw them down the hatch, and they hit the back of my throat, and it's like the grenade went off. I'm sitting there thinking, why are these so stinking hot? I mean, they're really hot. I mean, hot, hot. And um, so we're trying to figure it out, and we're, we're thinking maybe we put cayenne pepper on them. We later found out that the paprika we had bought was a version of this Hungarian hot paprika that you could buy, which is hot. And it was hot. I mean, my whole back of my throat was burning. I mean, it was like, what type of idiot would do this? And uh, But anyways, we, we just bought the wrong paprika. So that was my uh, holiday. And as much as I liked staying at home, I can tell you that I like going elsewhere more than what I went through. It's not I don't like cooking, but it just seemed like a lot of work. And, uh, I mean, at one point I was running around uh, at a pace I haven't ran around like since I was a young kid being chased by a cow. And uh, it was like, this is absolutely bizarre. I mean, I was sweating, sweating, sorry. And um, you'll find out, I believe, in Bruce Sisms. I don't know who told Webster he had a um, 
all rights to the English language of grammar, but um, one day Brucism will be the language of the world. So anyways, um, I, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I missed my family. I uh, missed the interactions with them, even though that um, a lot of war stories come out of those those settings, and um, they're both, the two we go to are uniquely different. One is kind of low-key, and the other one is very loud. Um, but uh, the biggest thing is, I just, it's much easier just to take one or two dishes than to prepare, you know, seven or eight. And I don't know why I did so many for three people. I mean, I know my, my son eats a lot and all that, but we actually, I actually had two pies on top of all that, which is still sitting there four days later which we'll end up throwing out because they're both green pies with whipped cream on the top. So, um, I, I don't know, what, what's the old saying, stupid is stupid? Maybe I was just stupid is stupid. I don't know, but um, I really, uh, I, I will never complain ever again about having to go to someone else's houses to eat on a holiday. I don't care how loud it is. I don't care how much people talk. I don't care how dry the dressing is. I don't care if the food has no taste to it. I will never complain again, ever, ever. Um, I don't want to do this again. And I'm sure that somewhere in the future we will. But for now, I am very happy with saying, I'd be glad to come to your house on a holiday or Easter or Christmas or whatever people call it in their own setting. Um, because this was... Uh, this was a lot of work, a lot of work. So anyways, I will let you go. I will uh, try to do these once or twice a week. If you enjoy, let me know. Give me some feedback. I talk a lot. I apologize. Um, but for now, this is Bruce, and that's why that's what I like to be called is I'm just Bruce. I'm not anybody special. I'm just Bruce. Um, I'll let you go, and I'll share another story next week. So have a good week. Have a good day. Have a good evening or wherever you're at in your day. Bye-bye.